The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. That's my favorite part. More! Yeah, Cooley Region Cooks on WIZM. We are, we're hooking everything up and getting our guests comfortable and happy because you definitely do not want to be on the bad side of my guest. Oh, you're going to have to move that a little bit closer. Oh, I got to get no, closer to the phone, mic. No, not your phone, the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Oh, yeah. Jen Barney, from who is Meringue Bakery, is uh, my guest in the kitchen, in the studio. You're the second back in the studio, so... Still breaking ground. Number two is still good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, well take it. It was it, and I only did it you know, because I thought it was cute. Kathy Cooper was my last in-studio guest before we shut down altogether. Yeah. She was my first come back to the studio guest just because. Yeah. Just because. You know, it's a small thought, step, hey, but that it feels would be good. cute, doesn't it? It does, yeah. You guys just were hungry. You well, just wanted me to bring things. <laughs> yet. You know me personally better than that. I, uh, I don't love you because you feed me. I do love when you feed me, but I'm also very happy to cough up the cash <laughs> for one of your delectable, uh, oh my God, delicious things, which you brought a bunch of. I did. I think I brought one of everything well, today. That's okay. <laughs> Why stop Hopefully, now? I noticed they don't smell. So with the door only partially open, uh, you and I are going to have a lot, a lot of treats to eat at eleven o'clock this morning. I'll treat. I'll make sure everybody knows where. I'll put them out publicly if they don't disappear before mm-hmm. eleven. How the heck are you? Welcome back to Cooley Region Cooks in person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing and great. How's Meringue yeah. Bakery doing well? Yeah, we're doing just fine. I mean, it's it's um, COVID is not the best case scenario well, i mean everybody be better, knows this certainly, right certainly. um so i count my blessings and we've had a really good um f- like loyal following of clients yeah. and i'm just happy for any business that we can get which i think all downtown businesses Everybody's feel businesses, that way right now yeah. yep happy mm-hmm. about whatever they can get and doing it as comfortably as they can and that's we were talking about that the, the i don't want to push the envelope i don't want to make anybody mad but i am if you have inside shopping inside eating dining whatever i'm going in I'm not calling and having you deliver it to the sidewalk. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to buy your stuff and take it home and eat it. If you are a restaurant, I'm going in. Well, thank you. Because, and, and yep. in your case, I'm going in. I want to look at the stuff in the case. I'll be careful. You'll be careful. We'll all be careful and we'll all survive. Except I got this fabulous. What was that cake I was describing? We call that one the car- chocolate caramel mousse cake. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, I got to tell you that you will politely push your mother out of the way for the last piece of caramel mousse cake. Oh, my gosh, that was so good. Yeah, thank you. We play – you know what? I have to give full credit to Jill Peterson. She's um, our manager, and she is great with flavors, and specifically those types uh, of mousse cakes. She's a whiz at it. So she is the one who put that one uh, together. Oh, well, give mm-hmm. her a socially distanced hug from me when you see mm-hmm. her later because, wow. It's got a lot of fun texture, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I had was a raspberry – what, raspberry cake? Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that was just raspberry cake? It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dark chocolate and raspberry – what a great combo. Yeah, especially for this week. Yeah, right? well, this week, yep. that's right. Mm-hmm. 
So for Valentine's Day, are you up to your elbows and delivering on the sidewalk or? Um, you know, this is our first Valentine's Day at the bakery. Is it? And, yep, is it really? It is, yep. So I'm super pumped about it. And it's nice to have a retail shop where we can have all of our chocolates. And otherwise, people it didn't have easy access to those types of products right. before. But now well, they Well, look for it online, and then you could go down to the coffee shop and yeah, pick it up. Yeah, that was the old and, system. Yep. Yeah, way. Not so anymore. So now it's in store. Yep. Right? That's much easier, isn't Yes, it? definitely. Um, so I would say it's interesting, and I think this has a lot to do with the type of holiday that it is. We're, we haven't pre-sold as much as like we did at Christmas. But from everything that I hear, all the guys come out at the last second, and we're sure. going to get swapped. Well, <laughs> and you had to pre-sell uh, back then because there wasn't a storefront. Oh, yes. If you don't yep. get an order, I've yep. made that mistake a number of times myself. Hey, can I get a nope? Oh, man. Right? Yeah, but it's yep. not till the day after tomorrow. Yeah, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you are if you got a storefront, I know you're going to be open on Saturday before Valentine's Day or Friday before Valentine's yep. Day. Yep. And I don't know what I want yet because my I'm still drooling all over the place. And so there's a lot of guys that are just like that. Yeah. Just yep. like that. Yep. yep. We're a very visual bakery. So when you walk in, you'll see everything in the case. Well, it's so um, beautiful. And we do carry out, too, for those people who don't want to walk oh, in. Oh, sure. We got, you we got you covered. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You want you want uh, Jen or someone to come bring your items out to the sidewalk. That's absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. What are popular things? You mentioned that you have... The young lady who does taste combos. Yeah. But are you the only artistic? Are you are you no. making the art? No, in the I. Bakery? You know what? At this point, I have a really great crew of people who like back me every day that help me. Um, and I I oversee things, and I definitely have my hand in things. I'm doing a lot of the chocolate work this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't do what we do without a great team. How much How much artistic is involved? Do you have to know the food also, or could you bring an artist, a sculptor, Mm -hmm. who doesn't know anything about mousse or chocolate or any of that other stuff, bring an artist in and say, here are your... Here's That's your medium. That's a great question. Make I think, me a thing. I'll bake the cake, and, but you got to decorate it or carve it into a thing. It has to be both. Does it um, have to I, be both? I think so because I think a sculptor or somebody who's really artistic, those are great people to have on your team because you, yeah. you need that type of energy. But if you don't know the fundamentals or the chemistry behind baking, you can't take it from point A to point B. Um, but, I, you know, I was just having a conversation with um, a woman who does um, competitions on Food Network. Huh. And she specifically. Kind of like you, huh? Right. I know. Small world. <laughs> yeah. And she specifically puts a sculptor on her team when she has teams yep because she says that you need somebody on your team that can visualize and put together so i maybe it's just what the application is for cake sculpting cake sculptor but maybe for like everyday stuff that we're doing maybe not maybe i'd take a cake decorator over an artist okay yep Mm -hmm. well and you don't do anything that's i've never been into the store and seen just a plain old brownie or plain old chocolate there's always some flourish some a little extra. We're a little extra it. at the yeah. bakery. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that well, you to know me, what? that makes it fun. I, because we have really good bakeries in the area. But I always wanted one that was, that I was excited about when I walked in through the door. Just sure. a little, because you can get great desserts anywhere. But I think just to try unique flavor pairings, textural differences, um, playing with like sweet and salty together. We do that really well. How often do you just. Do you have a day or an hour or how do you decide when you get your team together? All right, you guys, I need your opinion on this and this and this. Did you stay up late one night making three different choices before you decide what you're going to put in the case and sell? Or how do you get there? Because at some point, Mm -hmm. somebody has to say, Jen, this one's missing the boat. This isn't working. We got to not do this. I think we... between Jill and I and, and the team, we have got years and years, right, of experience. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. bring in a lot of 
good knowledge on what works and what doesn't. And I think too, it's just being humbled by what you think is going to sell. But sometimes what you think is going to sell isn't what, well, really, that's why what people How? really want. So it's um, I think it's a, when we first opened, there was definitely like weeks before, like, even with COVID, when we couldn't quite open just yet with the COVID procedures. We yeah. took that time to do lots of testing. Uh, did you? Um, but now we've gotten to a good rhythm where we introduce maybe one or two new flavors every season. But we're it's not as like everything all at once anymore. We've kind of gotten to a rhythm. Every once in a while. You just yep. add a, take Seasonally, this one off, hol- put this one on. For the holidays, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Different fruits available now or different yes. flavors possible. Because it's Valentine's Day, it's got to be red or it's got to be cherry or raspberry or strawberry or, you know, whatever. people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we've had that Chris Roderick uh, conversation before when he was uh, presenting artistic dinner and people would argue with him about, I told you no mushrooms. That's not a mushroom. Yes, it is. Look at it. No, I promise, sir, it's not a mushroom. Here, let me cut it in half for you. It's a potato carved Ooh. to look like a mushroom. And the man was, he made a huge stink in the restaurant. <laughs> uh, and he was so embarrassed. Uh, and Chris decided, you know, I, I just can't do that much artistic anymore because customers don't believe me that that thing is so beautiful, it's not even what it looks like. Yes. You ever run into that kind of thing? Desserts are a little bit different. People want to see something unique with desserts. I so think. they're happy with something crazy. Well, to a point, right? Yeah. Because there are certain things that I don't want to venture into in lacrosse. Like, um, oh, I don't know. One time I really liked, I really wanted to put a lime and hazelnut dessert together because uh-huh. those flavors actually are phenomenal oh, together. Yeah. But I don't think that would sell here. I mean, there are certain things that I, I have to be careful of. But I think mostly people want to try new things. Right. I think at the end of the day, I think more people are like me than not. That they, they want to be, if they're going to pay a good amount for dessert they want to be entertained by. You it. know what you should do? You should make uh, one or two or, I don't know, a, however many, a dozen of those things, the hazelnut chocolate thing. Lime. Uh, I mean, a hazelnut yes. lime thing. Yes. Sorry, I get, I'm looking at chocolate, so I can't think. <laughs> of, uh, and then give it to somebody whose opinion you value and let them talk about it, oh, I don't know, on the radio or wherever. <laughs> Next time, right? And somebody will come yep. in and say, hey, I heard Hayes talking about your lime hazelnut thing. Do you have any more of those? And That's pretty a great soon idea. Were, and then you only made five, so you'll be wishing you made ten. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, anytime Hayes talks about, or whomever, not just me, uh, uh, because there's lots of influencers out there with tongues. Yep. Let them taste their thing and talk about it, and pretty soon you'll be making all the specialty stuff for specialty customers who pay attention because I'm a good friend of Mike Hayes, and I saw <laughs> on his Facebook page, he said, or, you know, somebody else, uh, one of the other influencers in this building uh, uh, would be happy to talk about your thing and make it popular without you going way out on a limb. Well, how about next time? I'll bring in. A- I'm just <laughs> saying. This is a great idea. I'll be your guinea pig. <laughs> I'll be your guinea. And the sandwiches we got to go savory, and then then we'll start cooking stuff. Sounds you have good. sandwiches that are out of this world, and are they all? Croissant sandwiches? We have a focaccia and a croissant that you, we put sandwiches on at this point. Okay, because mm-hmm. I've never had, I don't, I've had a couple of different croissant sandwiches, mm-hmm. which are, I'm going to drool all over the place. The sun, you have one, sunrise, I can't, I buy them both. Yes. And then cut them in half and we share. Yep. Uh, one that has avocado on it. Yes, yep. Whoa. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it's a veggie sandwich and then we have, i think you have the egg souffle one is oh, the yeah. one that you like as that, well yeah, yep. yeah. and we've got new ones here i brought some today Can did you, you? Pour them up? yep we've got oh. um, a goat cheese and chutney and candied 
um, onion, which sounds crazy. Candied onion? Well, yeah, it's like a sweeter caramelized onion on it. Okay. It's really good. Well, I'll take your word for it. In fact, pick one of those recipes and we'll dive in right after we take care of a little business. We are Cooley Region Cooking with Jen Barney. Jen Barney from Meringue Bakery, downtown La Crosse. I knew I, I should. Well, see, the, the trouble is if I'd eaten ahead of time before this program started, then Jen Barney and I would be in the studio and I'd be falling asleep because I got a belly full of food and we're talking about chocolate extravaganza. So I didn't, but now we're talking about it and I'm hungry. I know, I'm hungry too. This is, I should not come here hungry because we're going to be talking about food the whole time. Yeah, I know. What was I thinking? Okay. What do you want to talk about first? Um... Yeah, well, you know what I really want you to try is this hot chocolate bomb. Have you oh. heard about this? No, uh, nope. Okay, well, we we might need to, we'll do it maybe after the next commercial, but these hot chocolate bombs, because I want you to heat up this milk. So in oh. front of Mike right now, I've got a cup of milk, and I've got this hot chocolate bomb. And these bombs, I'm telling you, Mike, they're all the rage. This is, it's everything, it's all about these bombs. Really? Yes. And okay. um, And how do you put those two things together? So you got to warm up this milk. And then you're going to put that bomb in there. So it looks like just a round sphere. Ours are, happen to be really jumbo. Yeah. And on the inside, we've got homemade raspberry marshmallows and a homemade um, hot chocolate mix. And it's a kind of a really fun experience. So I thought it was gimmicky because I'm like, ugh, I don't want to make these. These are these are ridiculous. But then I made them. And they're, they're actually, it's a really it fun experience. Delicious. And yeah. they're really good. You and it makes put, me really happy. You have to put that chocolate bomb in a bowl or something so it doesn't melt and disappear all over the place? Well, the whole idea is you got your you got your cup of hot milk. Uh-huh. And then you plop that in there, and it just oh, it oh just you put melts. the chocolate in the hot it milk. It melts, yeah, because oh. inside that ball is all of the hot things for a great hot oh. chocolate. See? I, see, I thought it would yep. be the other way around, and then I wondered, where is it going to go? Because that's just a piece of paper. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna eat, you, you ever eaten the cheese paper from your burger? I, I'm you know what? The, I'm I am not. The, uh, <laughs> I have. Your husband has. I'm eating the chocolate paper out of my... Jo- oh, I'm eating the this chocolate is a funny paper. story. So at <laughs> one point, uh, when we were selling our things out of... Um, a bean juice. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Um, there was a client who ate the cupcake wrapper on a muffin. Uh-huh. And she's like, your muffin was really chewy. <laughs> oh, yeah, she wasn't that happy. And yeah. I really felt really stupid. <laughs> like, oh, whoops. Well, she felt really stupid when she found it. I've done that before where I take a bite out of something in real, and then I pull it out and realize, oh, it's two layers. And there's a piece of paper in between. I'm eating a double, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. So take it apart, take out the paper. Look around. Nobody noticed. Throw the paper away and eat the rest of it. Right? Yeah. So now I've outed myself. I've done that. I've done that all. <laughs> well, you know, it's Valentine's week. So, I mean, anything chocolate we could talk about and it's going to be applicable. I know this weekend we're doing a live um, Zoom on fondue, chocolate fondue Ooh. at the bakery. Awesome. So, I mean, I think we could talk, maybe talk about fondue sure. like how to make that because it's sure. really simple. Okay. Um, okay. So. You're at your house, and you're like, what am I supposed to do that's interactive and fun? Mm-hmm. Fondue is a great option because all you need is a good quality chocolate. And we're not talking like crazy quality, just like the decent good one. Stuff. The best you can get at the grocery store. Sure. And uh, um, equal parts dark chocolate to cream, and you warm it up really slow, low and slow, and you're going to get this beautiful chocolate sauce that you can start dipping things with. Um, at the bakery, we like ho- let's, let's talk about this. Homemade marshmallows, cookies, strawberries, anything that you can dip in there. Your homemade marshmallows, I, when I first heard about them, I thought that's the dumbest thing I ever heard of homemade marshmallows, man, are they good? Right, they're you know. way better than you know the whatever the Stay Puff marshmallows. I, you know they're well, not even comparable. Thank you. They're not. I mean, um, they shouldn't be. <laughs> but you know, I, you you think that's initially what I thought. Come on, a marshmallow is a marshmallow is a marshmallow. It's sugar. It's right. It's you know basically nothing. It's puffy. Man, your marshmallows are 
all over. Right. Well, and one of the great thing about fondue is you can be really flexible with it. Um, so meaning like you can do all the different types of chocolate. So if you don't like dark chocolate, white chocolate's great. You just have to do different ratios. So you want to go two parts cream to one part chocolate on white chocolate because it doesn't get – it gets thicker easier than, okay. than dark chocolate does. And the same thing with milk. Um, you want to go a little bit heavier on the cream with the milk. Um, but you can do – and then you can start adding liquor to it if you want to. You can maybe do like a rum and Ooh, chocolate. Oh, so good. Yep. Yeah. Grand Marnier. Yummy. Oh, now you're talking. I, I, uh, I went to a fondue party many, many years ago, and the issue that we had was the person hosting the party only had a regular-sized fondue pot. Mm-hmm. So then they had two fondue pots, one savory, one sweet. But, you know, it's not a gallon, but a ton of product in each fondue pot because the pots are huge. Yep. I bought a three-bowl a three thing. That's little, like a quart or maybe less than that. Yep. They work perfectly for oh my a gosh. fondue party. Yeah, you know what? You Unless you do it, it all the time, it's not worth buying. Just Yeah, all you need is a little bit of hot water in a mm. bowl on top of it, and that'll keep things nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bought the little thing because I make cheese dip and football party stuff. It needs to be warm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it starts to get hard. You can't, you can't dip a chip into hard cheese, so keep it warm so it's... Yep stays gooey but fondue would work just like that too wouldn't it yes it would yep absolutely okay so you you mentioned the white chocolate what about uh, dark chocolate yep dark chocolate is easy equal parts so so if you got eight ounces of chocolate one cup of chocolate one cup of cream like equal parts and the just melt them together and melt it together yep that's it yep help yourself phil by the way take two if you know you're the first person in the building in the studio so no one else knows. I mentioned it to a few people. Hey, you know, Jen. Well, it won't take long. Yeah, I know, but it, you can't smell it. So it's going to be here at, at 11 o'clock. And Always I'm not, delicious. By then, Thank I'm you. not sharing it with you. Uh, so 50-50. 50-50 on the dark chocolate. Yep. What's the difference? I've only made ganache once. Mm-hmm. What did I? How did I make it? I don't remember. I was reading a recipe. But so the traditional way thing? is you keep the you heat the cream up mm-hmm. and then you add it to the chocolate. Just let it sit for maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. Don't stir it, and then at that point the chocolate will be nice and melted, and uh-huh. then you just stir it up. Easy. Ganache. Ganache. Well, how's the di- how's that difference between fifty fifty, cream and chocolate? Isn't that ganache? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, it that's is. What, that's oh. what fondue is. Oh, oh. It's so simple. <laughs> Circle around. Yeah. I get right? it. Yes, that's awesome. Well, I know how to do that. Yeah, Yikes. and then if you want, I could add... enter a contest. <laughs> if you want to add a little bit of liquor or a lot of liquor, depending on who you're with, <laughs> um, you just have to sub out the liquid content. So if you want to do two ounces of rum, you just do a little bit less of the cream then to make uh, up the difference on the liquid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy. Anybody can do this. Easy peasy is right. Wow, that's pretty simple. Yeah. So your your ganache, I mean your uh, your fondue zoom is going to be what ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> five minutes. Right. Saturday at 50, ten o'clock. Fifty. Warm them up. That's it. You're done. Go eat. Boom. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. all right. So we got dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and white chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the difference is. So the, on the difference is so it. here's the deal. Honestly, if just between you and me. And everybody that's listening. If you do a white chocolate and you want to do equal parts, it's not, it's fondue, it's going to be delicious. But if you want to be really fancy with it, I would say tone down. um, So on a white chocolate, you would want to do like two parts white chocolate to like one part cream. Okay. Yeah. And why? Because they just, the chemistry on it, they set up a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Just or eyeball it, for goodness sakes. Like, if one, add enough Stir hot it cream. A bit, yeah, you know, if, more, if, if it needs a little bit enough. more, yeah. if it needs a little bit more cream, you add more cream if it's too, you know. I, I would say if you'd go to reheat it, the one thing that's tricky with any type of ganache is that you always want to reheat low and slow. Because if you try to shock it with too much heat, it could separate. So just easy does it. Can we do a chocolate fondue, like a dessert fondue, after we had a savory fondue of some sort? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah, for, especially for Valentine's Day because it's nice and interactive and it's fun. Hey, my taste buds are talking now. That's not mm-hmm. even my face. I'm just thinking, <laughs> that's dessert. Right? But what do we, can we, because I got all these dishes to do, what uh, what kind of savory fondue could we Oh, make? my gosh. Oh, for, for real? Okay, so ah. we could do any, I mean, you can make any cheese into a fondue. Like, you could even take it into, like, a little sharper with some blue oh. cheese. That would okay. be delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, cherry tomatoes dipped in anything would be fantastic. Or even, like, fresh mozzarella, like, dipped with, oh. like, what do we, gosh, you could walk into a grocery store and literally just start grabbing vegetables and the make The difficulty it that a lot of people have is that, well, Huntsman is a cheese that is cheddar and blue together. It's a, it's cheddar cheese with a stripe of blue cheese in it. Mm-hmm. It's called Huntsman. It is not available, you know, maybe it's not available very much. Uh, I tried to get them to carry it at the grocery store that I regularly uh, frequent, and they did for a little while and then stopped because, well, they didn't advertise it, and people didn't know that's what it was. Yep. And it was absolutely delicious. So I make my own, basically, by slicing cheddar cheese, slicing blue cheese, put the two together on a cracker or in your mouth, or melt them together on a steak, an oh. Oh, that oh, sounds so oh, oh. good. So I'm going to melt some cheddar and some blue yep. and then dip a prime rib or, or you know, a piece of good steak mm-hmm. in that fondue. Yeah, that sounds amazing. You know, we make – it's the same thing. We make a roux at the house a lot with making huh? any type of cheese sauce. We, I made oh, it last sure. night. I made cheese sauce noodles with ham. It's delicious, oh. <laughs> right? Because we're just trying to use up stuff in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's one of the best things I've learned as an adult is to learn how to make a good roux because the second you can do that, you can turn that into a cheese sauce, which you don't even need recipes at that point because it's just easy, right? You're just making it up after yes. that. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. It's leftovers. All right, make me a good roux. How do you make a good roux? Uh, a slab of butter and a pinch. I've done oil. Don't tell anybody. And then you just add enough flour and over low heat until it starts to like gunk up. You kind of want it to get like pasty. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you just add a little bit of milk, heavy cream. Heavy cream is a little bit nicer. You want some little Fat is always a little bit better, right? Yep, yep. Um, and then you just slowly start whisking it. So if I maybe a half a stick of butter, uh, half a cup, quarter cup of flour, quarter cup of flour. Okay. And then at that point, I maybe I was going to add maybe upwards of like four cups of liquid between the milk and the heavy cream. Right. Well, in the liquid, you add that to make the butter flour mixture into goo. Right? Yes. Yep. So yep. I noticed that until at the end there, you started to measure. I don't measure either. I don't either. I put a yep. slab of butter in yep. there and melt it. Then yep. I put enough, then I start to sprinkle some flour yes. in there, stirring it till it's beyond pancake batter, and now it's clumpy. Yes. Now I'm adding, while well, I use whole milk, uh, or half and half. Yep. Add a little, stir it, add a little more, stir it, and keep adding it slowly. I used to add it a tablespoon at a time. It takes forever to do it that way. <laughs> Just pour in a little bit, yep. stir it around, pour in a little more, until it is the consistency that you need it to be. I yes. do that all the time for homemade macaroni and cheese. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Add your cheese, a little, oh. little mustard maybe, just to give it a little kick, and then your salt and pepper, and you're good to go. Depending on who's eating the macaroni and cheese at my house, a tiny bit of horseradish. Mm, see? Yeah, I like to need something to little, like break up that richness, right? A little bit of bite. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, baby, that's good. 
All right, we got to take a quick break. The guys in the newsroom are going crazy. We'll be right back. <laughs> Cooley Region Cooking with Jen Barney from Meringue Bakery. <laughs> Sorry, it's a good thing we're not on TV because Jen and I are grueling all over. <laughs> it's tough. Savory fondue is so good. And the Huntsman cheese, that's a cheddar and blue cheese together. Harder to find. But I'm telling you, boys and girls, if you like cheese and you ever see Huntsman cheese for sale, it's cheddar sharp cheddar cheese with a stripe of blue in the middle. It's aged together. They don't put it together. It's aged that way. Really good. Mm-hmm. Put a slice of that. Well, you could put a slice of that on a cracker. But put a slice of that on your steak or melt that in a fondue. Everybody you invite to your fondue party. Right. Love you forever. I know. So good. All right, so that's your fondue thing. Mm-hmm. You're zooming that on your website or where? Um, I haven't quite figured out figured out the details yet. No, oh, I do. I do have the details figured oh. out. I'm just not that smart with computers. So we're just getting people's email, phone, and oh. then we're sending out a Zoom invite. Oh, okay. And then it'll be Saturday at 10 o'clock. This coming Saturday. The class is free um, to do it, or if you want to buy a box with the kit, you buy it at the bakery ahead of time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Easy. Uh, cool. So if you mm-hmm. want to learn more about uh, about sweet fondue with uh, the, the mention of savory fondue only because I know when you're doing the class, you'll be remembering this conversation. I have to say something about savory fondue because it drives me crazy. <laughs> right? And mm-hmm. then you can get that earworm out of your head and move on to something mm-hmm. else. Speaking yes. of which, what do you want to? Do? What do you do with the croissants that uh, that you use for sandwiches mm-hmm. that are kind of crunchy on the outside? Do you paint them with something or those an egg your wash. croissants? Is that egg what it is? Wash. Yep. Wow. Something yes. simple as an yeah, egg flaky. Wash? Well, and yeah. that and lots of layers, right? Like croissants is, are really hard to do. There's lots it, of layers. Yep. Yep. That, that's what makes them so flaky. All that layer of butter and fluff. Well, they're awesome. The I batter, figured it yep, was, but they're also, it. you know, kind of dark brown. And I thought, well, it's that's, the egg a, wash. that's yep. a croissant. That's, you know, because if you're a good baker, you can make a good croissant or you go to a good bakery and buy a croissant. It's delicious. Yep. But yours are brown. So there's something else you're doing. It's the egg wash that makes them because they're light and fluffy inside. We take it to a a different – I really like that caramelization flavor that happens when you take it a little bit deeper, not so tan. It's probably a good good deep caramel color. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We like that croissant. Brown kind of a dirty color. A champagne color. Ooh, yes. Ooh, la, la. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They are delicious. And that really sets off the sandwich. Mm -hmm. As often as not, I have said, man, this sandwich is good. I wish I had another one of those croissants, guys. Right? They're awesome. Thank you. They yeah. Are really delicious. Very rich and delicious. Yep. Something I couldn't eat every day, but when I do, it's like, oh, it's the best, right? Yeah. Like croissants. You get tips croissants. from people on, hey, this sandwich was good. Will you consider next time making this kind of a sandwich? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's just, just from you, Mike. No, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm sure I'm not. Well, and that, uh, the, I forgot the name of it. I'll recognize it. What's that uh, finger? Uh, the the chocolate mousse cake. The chocolate caramel mousse cake. Charmo- yeah. Chocolate so you, caramel you mousse it. cake. Yeah. It yep. was delicious. Yes. My only suggestion was not to change anything except make the chocolate that's on top a little thinner. Breakable. Yes. No, 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 no. Don't oh, say don't that thinner. word. Oh, okay. Not thinner. Okay. Because that means less. <laughs> okay. And I don't want you <laughs> okay. to make the ice thin yep. so it breaks. I want you to make, I don't even know if it's possible. Can I you think it make could be. I think chocolate it could be. Yep. More, more, more delicate, more. I think we just add a little more cream. We're going to play with that formula for sure. If if that thick layer of chocolate on top of that chocolate caramel mousse cake uh, could be pierced with a fork, 
without smooshing the moose all over the place. There we go. Oh, my God, that was so good. You know what I will say, though, back to your question about, I think everybody has an opinion when they eat food, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're in this industry, you get a thick skin. And not in a bad way, just like people always well, want to tell you how their experience around food because that's who we are, right? We right, love talking right, about food. Right, right, right. Um, so I think I, we take it in stride because I feel like people, we want to hear what our customers say, right? right. And we want to hear the feedback on it. Because sometimes what I think is amazing isn't what is reading well to other people. Sure. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and that's why I started my comment with, I'm not sure this is possible, but because mm -hmm. it's easy for me to say the words, make the chocolate more breakable. Yep. Well, Mike, you can't do that. That's like <laughs> making cement. That's, uh, you know, you can't do that. It's either a blue sky or it ain't. No, uh, we can figure it out. Yeah, well, and that's the mm -hmm. only thing. And only because it was messy. I would put that, I would buy one of those, put it in the freezer, put a stick in it, put it in the freezer, <laughs> and eat a chocolate like mousse cream. pop. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate yep. mousse, caramel chocolate mousse, just bite off a chunk and then let it melt in my mouth. Yep. That's how good that was. They are so good. Yes. I'm slobbering all over the place right <laughs> you know, now. You know, when we make that it. mousse, we make a caramel to start. That we caramelize okay. the cream, and yeah. then we add chocolate to it. So oh. you don't think it has a lot, because visually it doesn't look like there's caramel in it. Yeah. But it's, it's layered oh, with tons of caramel. Definitely yeah. Taste yeah. It. Mm -hmm. you definitely taste it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, and invite whoever you see, invite them in, because there's a ton of food there. If you're hungry, I you can come eat on all this food so myself. But if you want some food, help yourself. <laughs> Lori, and tell other people, I, you know, I've, because it doesn't smell, nobody knows that uh, I told a few people, Jen Barney's going to be here okay, so I had the but the aroma doesn't waft upstairs. So, yeah, help yourself to whatever uh, you'd like. Otherwise, Jen and I are going to eat it all ourselves at 11 o'clock. So. I had the scone, the chocolate eclair, and the cinnamon bun on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, all on yeah. Sunday? All three? Well, my, I split with my niece. Oh, oh, okay. So you didn't eat the whole thing. I was going to say you're looking a little wider than that's because you're eating all that food at the same time and not sharing. Oh, well, sharing is good. That, yes. that works. And then we got that works. My issue is I don't want to share it with people who don't recognize the goodness of it. Oh, I, I do. You do? Oh, I do. Oh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to watch no, you just I mean, shovel I that food. It. Oh, oh, you right? No, no. I understand that. I know you do. But how would you feel if you shared that with your? I'm making up a number. Your six-year-old niece, and she said, "Oh, delish!" And she just picked it up and shoved it in her face and said, "I want another one now." Well, well you didn't even taste that one. True confession. We woke, and then we sat there for a long time looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> now what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. As long as you, as long as you tasted it before it was gone, yeah, that's uh, that's the issue. What's next on your list of stuff? Oh my gosh. Well, you know what was interesting? Well, you want to talk about the food I brought? Uh-huh, sure. Um, we have our goat. We talked about the goat cheese one already. Um, we have a, our morning, have you had the morning buns yet? The morning buns? The morning buns. So no. it's a croissant that we roll before, well, before we bake it, we roll it in sugar. Okay. Roll it up, and when we cook it, the sugar caramelizes, and it almost gets like a caramel crack oh. on the outside. So when you that eat it, horrible. I know, right? And it's really fun play on texture. So when you eat it, you get this crunchy outside um, and then gooey croissant on the inside. Um, it's definitely one of our best sellers. And we sell them right away in the morning. We've got people that come in that... Um, like they gotta get the doors open at seven. Yep. They're there at seven oh two. They yep. buy a dozen, and that's all you have. Yes. <laughs> so you have to be in line before. See that guy up there with the hat? Yeah, he's gonna buy a dozen. So get right behind him, mm -hmm. or we'll not get any. Yes, well, I get that. 
Yes. Um, if you want to talk about recipes, I was just trying to think of something really simple for Valentine's Day that other people can have. You know, a long time ago, I took a poll on the most romantic Valentine's Day dessert because I'm a dessert nerd. Sure. And overwhelmingly, creme brulee was the... Really? Yeah, I think it's because it's just, it's kind of sultry, right? Like it's custard that's smooth and creamy. Oh, it's mushy. And then, yeah, yeah. And then on the outside, it's got fun texture. Um, yep. Well, that would and be a you fun get to one. use fire, real fire. Right, I know. Who There's a reason that? you can go out to the garage and get your torch. Your torch, I know. <laughs> um, the first time I made creme brulee at, at my family's house, my mom freaked out. She's what like, you can't you put that doing? torch in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I trust me. Well, Just trust as, me. as long as it wasn't the torch you had on a dolly. That rolls in. Yes. No, not, not, that not kind dad's of torch. torch. Not the cutting torch. <laughs> yes. Just the little one, Mom. Oh, Yes. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, we're making the dessert out in the garage, and you'll have to come out there and get it. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to do. Yes, yes. Creme brulee. The, Creme that brulee. Was, that and was it. Huh? You can, I mean, the recipes, because you kind of have to follow a formula. I can give you one. I can look one up. But honestly, if you go to the internet, they're all pretty much the same. Um, plus or minus maybe an ounce or two difference. But um, I would highly recommend giving that one a shot, especially if you're making okay. one for a date. Well, and, yeah, but you got to make it ahead of time. I have you do. Been, you do have to make that one ahead of time. Well, I, no, I mean, like, i got to make it today in case I don't want to kill anybody on Valentine's Day or make a thing that looks like – what's the – there's a cooking show. What's it called? Nailed it. Ever seen that show? <laughs> yes, Ever I seen that show? That show. I love okay, it. so here's – what you're trying to make is – this guy that looks like a minion, go. Yeah, right? And they Not so much. take the top off their minion, and it looks like a yellow Like it's explosion. melted a little yeah. bit. It's all crooked. You know. yep. He's only got one eye. Yours doesn't even have one whole eye. You know, that. that's how I feel sometimes. I think, you know, if I could just get everyone to sit down at the table, put on a blindfold, and eat, they're mm-hmm. all going to love it. But as soon as they see it, they're going to think, well, this doesn't look like the picture. Right? You don't, Just you, turn the lights a little bit yeah, lower. Turn the, turn the <laughs> lights down. Make romance. It a, little a little more romantic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's because nope. uh, I'm, you know, the art of, well, and Chris Roderick's probably the king of, this is really good. It's really simple. It's my dad said, it's futzy. Mm-hmm. Eight million little tiny steps to get to the end got to stir it about every 30 seconds you got to stir it. if you wait for a minute it's gonna that'll be too long yep. you gotta come back and still no 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 i said man that sounds delicious but that's a lot of work and yep. he winked at me and said that's right i'm willing to do that come on over to the restaurant and i'll make it for you because right? you aren't going to want to do this at home and I that's know. why i'm not afraid chris said this i'm not afraid to share any of my recipes because most of them you aren't going to want to do just the because truth? they take forever. And I think it's deceiving, too, because by the time you buy all the ingredients, especially when you're making something really fancy. Oh, sure. At that point, sometimes it's just just go to the, just go to the restaurant and buy it at that point. Absolutely. Sometimes that's how I feel. Take it home, put it in your own box or your own bowl, mm-hmm. call it yours. But we've been sous vide at the house, at our house. Oh. And that is amazing. If yeah. anybody has a chance to buy one of those little wands those I don't, sous vide wands i love them oh, a sous vide wand i was yeah just well that's s- what i call it i don't know if that's what it's supposed to be called but okay. you just yeah it's, it looks like a wand right you put it in your pot of boiling water um or it boils the water so it looks for like you. an immersion blender kind of yeah that attaches to a side it has of a, a heater pot. oh it attaches to the pot yeah that's okay. basically exactly what it looks like yep okay and that that heats up everything for you so you don't have to worry about how to and then cook whatever's in there just spins around and yeah yeah you just whatever you want to cook you enough. just put it in your little vacuum or your zip ziploc bag so we can't get the water in, in it. a ziploc bag you can if you'd like double or triple bag it oh. we we have one of those things that suck the sealer? air out yeah see meal my dad yes yeah. yep mm-hmm. I have one of those. 
But I tell you, my husband, who's maybe not the best cook, he, him and this, um, um, uh, this, the immersion, the, the sous vide, oh, uh, yes, like it has been amazing at our house lately, making some great meals. Well, and you mm-hmm. have to know what you want for dinner way ahead of time, don't you? Because when you sous vide something, it's yeah, depending on the it size, depends. it's for it an hour. Because sometimes or... it could be like three or four hours. Sometimes yeah. we did one last week where it was a day. It took a full day. Because it was a cook. great big chunk of meat? Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's the amount. Yes. But, it but, it's, but the slowly. amount of time investment in it is nothing, right? Because you just have to put something in a vacuum-sealed bag, and that's, right. that's the hardest part of it. And then you just, The hardest part is the waiting, you mean? Yeah, right. Knowing like, that your house yeah, is going to smell like this? Maybe you got five minutes of effort, and then you got to wait. Till forever. Yeah. yeah, but if that's all there is, if it's it's like a crock pot. It is. You know, dump it all in the crock pot, turn it on to low, go to work. Yep, exactly. Come home eight hours later, and ta-da, same right. deal with your sous vide. What is the most exciting sous vide thing that your husband has made for you guys? Oh, I mean, so we we got a, um, we bought a bunch of meat from an organic fa- family in La Crescent, and uh-huh. we've just been, I mean, anything, like anything that came from that cow has been amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I'll take anything that he makes. Okay. Um, another thing that I've been doing a lot is that air fryer. I don't want to get, I know you got to get oh, going here. No, but, no, and, and just so a second. I'll be somebody good. bought us an air fryer, and I rolled my eyes, because I'm like, this is one more thing that's going to have to go on my counter. Mm-hmm. I swear, we use that thing Almost every day. Yeah. Or oh, every day? It. We love it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's been our, it's our new microwave and it's our new oven. I highly yep. recommend we love an it. air fryer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend an air fryer. Yes. Even because, whoa, I have never had anything that came out of an air fryer that wasn't absolutely either delicious or better than yes. whatever else. I don't own a deep fryer, so I'm not deep frying anything mm-hmm. and have thought, air fryer, bake. Air fryer bake. What the Atlanta? Yeah, but the air fryer is faster for one thing, and it's it makes French fries. Yes. Way deli- way deliciouser is that a word? <laughs> way, yes, it is. Way tastier <laughs> yep. than baked French fries. Yep. Or cheese curds or whatever it is. Yes. It's awesome. Yep, and it makes leftovers taste amazing too because it gets things nice and crisp. It recrisps yeah. things. Just on the outside. Yes. Not, it doesn't bake it all the way yep. through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, air fryer. That's. Tasty. I know. I had the same thing with a panini maker. A panini maker? Well, that's the stupidest thing in the world. I don't know. It sat around for a long time, and I use it all the time. Want a sandwich? Yeah. All right. It's going to take a little while. Okay, well, get in there because I'm starving. Right? I'm, not making a, I'm not making a sandwich uh, with just the toaster anymore. It's a panini sandwich. Mm-hmm. Get all melty and goo together. Right. Oh, so good. Coolie Region cooks. No, I'm not <laughs> slobbering. I promise. A little business. We'll be right back. Or then maybe our barrio, uh, some different kinds of rice. I am just telling Jen that uh, I make I make rice. I don't know if I'd probably break a bunch of rules, uh, but I don't care. I I, <laughs> I mix the rice together, so I have I have white rice, brown rice, red beans and rice, uh, Mexican rice. Our barrio sometimes basmati, whatever I happen to see on the shelf that grabs my tongue. Uh, and mix them all in in a Tupperware thing I have at home. Mm-hmm. Stir that all together. I need a cup of rice. Okay, then a cup of that mixture goes into the pot. It's water that is is a stock. It's not just plain water. It's what are we serving it with? Chicken stock, beef stock, vegetable stock. Cooks the rice. Yep. And it has to cook a little bit longer based on what kind of rice is in there. And I use I had some leftover seasoned rice. And a little bit of taco meat and a bunch of vegetables, uh, red and orange peppers, onions, 
mushrooms. Not very many mushrooms. So I, I never mind the mushrooms. There was only two. <laughs> there was only two mushrooms left. So, so I put them in there, but I wouldn't call that part of the recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, on, on nachos. I don't know why I never thought about mixing rice before. I didn't either until now I looked I at, oh, man, I don't have enough taco meat to make nachos. Yep. I got taco meat and right, seasoned rice that's got some stuff in there. Sprinkle that on the on the nacho chips, cheese, bake it. God, don't ever warm up your nachos in the microwave or I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> oh, it takes 10 minutes based on how tall they are. Put them in the oven, 350, depending on how big the cool. plate is. Melt it all together, but the chips stay crispy. Mm-hmm. Everything stays crunchy. The cheese melts. It was, I'm drooling again, uh, just seasoned rice with seasoned meat and all the other typical notch. Oh, black beans, a can of black beans, yep. uh, green olives, because I like green olives. But if I, Elliot likes black olives, so sometimes it's a mixture of both, yep. depending on what I have, nachos. And Done. some chips, a layer of stuff, some chips, a layer of stuff, chips, not a big pile of chips, and then some stuff on top. And they bring it out to your table and they say, That's genius. Look at, look at that giant plate of nachos. It's I awesome. never thought of and that. And the top pile of, of nachos is covered with all the stuff. Yes. Everybody eats that. And now you have a plate of chips. Mike, I'm you never going to make nachos the, the old way again. You didn't do it that way? No, I never layered. Why did oh. I think of this? Yeah, huh. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Because you're silly. I know. A layer of chips, a layer. Well, and sometimes, depending on who's eating, I know. You don't really like onions that much, so a layer of chips and everything except onions, and then a layer of chips and everything including onions. I know you like black olives, so a layer of chips, all the stuff, and black olives, a layer of chips, all the stuff, and green olives. Then cheese on top in the oven to melt it all together, and OMG, they're the best. I mentioned that to a good friend of mine who owns a restaurant downtown because I said, your nachos are delicious, but look at this giant plate of I don't have any stuff. Chips mm-hmm. that are left over. Yep. Layer. La, 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 la. He mentioned to me a month or so later, man, the nachos are going crazy. People buy the nachos left and right. Really? Why do you think that is? Because I started layering. <laughs> chip, <you laughs> right? Know, now every chip has stuff on it. Uh-huh. 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 I don't know. Because I'm selfish and I want stuff <laughs> on every chip. And you just got the last chip with stuff on it. I want some of that. Right. I want my life is never going to be the same. Well, and all I, I'll make you delicious Mexican nachos. What are you going to serve me for dessert? What's a good Mexican uh, dessert? You oh, do tres leches cake. Okay. Yep, so it's a sponge cake, and then you do it with three different types of milk. Usually it's sweetened condensed milk, regular milk, heavy cream. Gosh, am I saying this right? doesn't matter. Just get three milks in there, okay. a little bit of sweetness, and then it's fully saturated. So when you bite into the cake, with, it's like it's kind of like juicy, and then you serve it with whipped cream, a little bit of cinnamon. What kind of cake? A little bit of nutmeg maybe too. A sponge. You want a sponge oh, cake sponge or something cake. that can absorb all of that moisture really well. Okay. Super delicious. Pour it over, then you cook it or just serve it that way? Um, You serve it that warm? way. So you like douse the cake. You know, It's not warm. It's cold. Cold? Um, Yep. It's a delicious cake, tres leches cake. Anybody ever tres try it? Tres leches? You're lucky. Well, yep. three milk. Duh. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm going to look that up. Do it. I'm going to do mm-hmm. that. So one of these days when somebody says, uh, uh, Jen, there's a guy out front and he's got a plate of nachos. I don't know what his deal is. Oh, that's Hayes. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Can we do this again some Thursday? I would love that. I would too. <laughs> Cooley Region Cooks, we do it every Thursday from 10 to 11. 
Greg Solaris. Ever been to <gasps> Solaris? Yeah. We got we ordered out oh. for our staff this week there. Oh Greek my god. Food that Euro. OMG. Oh. Can't wait. 